Welcome to the Strongman Say Podcast, another episode. It's been a minute, so welcome back. Uh, we're keen to be back after some competition stuff and a busy couple of weeks. Uh, it's my fault because I came back from comp and moved house straight away. Yeah, and it was Easter and everything else. Yeah, it's been ages. Um, it's been a month. <laughs> I've, actually, I've actually had a couple <laughs> of people go, when's the podcast coming out? <laughs> we're not coming back, we're done. Yeah. <laughs> you should really keep going with it. Yeah, yeah, no, nah, we cop too much heat. Yeah, we, we can't handle it. No, we haven't for a while. We could change it <laughs> pretty quickly, pretty easily. <laughs> Got plenty to say. <laughs> we hold, believe yeah. it or not, we hold back a lot. <laughs> yeah. Before the camera starts rolling, it's a whole different conversation. You get all the bad stuff out. Yeah, yeah. We got we got to have a vent session before we start the podcast, yeah. and then we start the podcast. <laughs> so, oh shit. Um, first and foremost. Uh, not that he watched this, um, but congratulations to Mitch Hooper, mm. one of our, was it our first guest as yep. well? First guest, World's Strongest Man, not bad. <laughs> um, World's Strongest Man was this weekend, uh, and it would be a miss of us to do a Strongman podcast without talking about the biggest competition of the year. That was middleweights, right? <laughs> yeah, so we're going to start with middleweight series. <laughs> Did you start with the good or the bad? Yeah. Uh, well, strongest man, Mitch Hooper. Second, Tom Stoltman. Third, Novikov. Yeah. Uh, a big three podium. A very strong top three podium, right? Yeah. Like two previous winners and then Mitch Hooper. Uh, Mitch Hooper, first Canadian to win it. Um, also one of three people to win Arnold's and World's Strongest Man in the same year. Yeah. Quite impressive. Very, very impressive. It was following along on a live score sheet and random people's stories that I found as much as I could. Mm. Not the best way to watch it, but got the job <laughs> what done. We got, what we got for now, yeah. Yeah. So coming into those last couple of events, it was very much like any of those three. Yeah. Kind of yep. thing, which is rare. Until like, the stones, I think he had pretty much, unless he bombed the stones and came sixth. It was like going in a dumbbell. Yeah. Because it was like, Mitch is Worth generally it. not great yeah. at it. Truck pull, he wasn't great at. Stones yeah. is inconsistent. So yeah. like coming into it in the lead, but three events that are like iffy. Yeah. And then Tom's was like, if he does bad on dumbbell, he's kind of done. Yeah. Novikov should have been good on those two. And then Stones would have been the thing of like, that's yeah. going to undo yeah, him. So could have gone anyway. Yeah, which is exciting for Josh, who doesn't probably know. You don't actually get to watch World's Strongest Man until they release the <laughs> like the footage. Really, like, it's, it's a TV like yeah, it's, it's a, a TV, TV show, show, right? So all the Strongman fans and there's like everyone posts it anyway. There's like live score sheets and stuff like that, but you don't actually get to watch watch the TV show and the actual events and the heats and stuff like that till they release it. Oh right, so it's just how long is the delay between that? December. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Holy crap. So up until Eddie Hall won that year, yeah. the winners, nobody was allowed to post what they came. Oh. So before Eddie Hall, like if you won it, you would just say nothing. And then in December, once it got aired, you'd be like, I'm world's strongest man. I'm world's strongest man. Yeah. Which, has changed, yeah. which has changed a bit now. Um, but I, I still don't, I don't understand. I mean, I'm sure there's like production and yeah. they release it, but like holiday period and stuff like yeah. that. But it seems like a long delay. Mm. Yeah, especially well, now it is from that, April. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Especially now that like they announce it. Do you know what I mean? Like they have like media people there. There's posts. There's they videos. have their own live score sheet. Yeah, they have a live score sheet so you can follow along. Right. That yeah. does not seem like the most efficient way to do that. No, not I, to create no. buy-in and hype. Like yeah. let's say all your favorite strongmen are kind of posting stories and like videos and like a post saying I won. You want to kind of roll with that and like a couple months later while it's still hot. Yeah, be like, oh fuck yeah, I'm gonna watch that. It's come, it's come out. Yeah, where it's like in nine months, you're kind of like, oh yeah, I guess I'll watch World's Strongest Man. Like, it's it was a while ago. I've seen most of the videos from the people that I care about. Yeah, it'll eventually change. Yeah, but it was just even talking to a couple of the guys here, um, some of the clients that I've had that are from the UK. Yeah, and they were like, yeah, I remember growing up and like it'd be Christmas and everybody'd watch World's yeah. Strongest Man because it would come thing. out. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's like the holiday season. Like World's from like the man. 90s all the way yeah. through to the 2000s. Yeah. It was a big tradition. Yes. Gotcha. So yeah. the TV rights to have that aired first must far outweigh what a live stream yeah, product okay. would pay. Yeah, couldn't they get the bo best of both worlds and have like the final day is like a live event? Whereas, but I guess it ruins the, the whole The TV productions the probably wouldn't pay yeah, okay. for yeah. something that's already been aired. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. plastered everywhere. Yeah. Mm. So, um, sure. 
But from what we saw, pretty cool. Like the heats mm. and stuff, pretty competitive uh, with the top guys. Do you know what I mean? Which is always the case, the heats. Yep. Like there's two or three guys in all the heats that were super competitive and then the bottom end were just kind of like good to be there. Having a crack, but that's no, most top comps though. No wild upsets in the heats, I didn't think. Like a few people like uh, Jacko. Yep. Getting to the finals. Yep. South African. Yeah. He stepped in for Iron Bibby because Iron Bibby. Yeah, pulled out. As always. Yeah. <laughs> like two hours before. So they have reserves there. Yeah. Um, it was like Paul Smith had like three minutes his first yeah, year. Yeah, to get ready. Yeah, I remember yeah. Um, They have reserves there so that if any athlete like warming up for the first event goes nut nah, I'm out or they don't pass a health check they've got somebody sitting there to jump in in their place oh. so he probably got like a few hours yeah so, I mean, he, so he would have trained for if it he would have prepped for sub, it you're getting ready for it yeah yeah, yeah you're prepping like you're actually gonna do it yeah but then turned up he's probably got shirts made and he's just sitting there like I'm probably not gonna do anything and they come up and they're like yep you're up <laughs> old mate dropped out okay good on <laughs> let's go <laughs> yeah which um, is sick. Which is really good. And then made the finals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then did poorly in the finals, but yeah. made the finals. But I mean, there's a couple heats where, when, when besides that, that's a good example. Uh, looking at the heats, you could see who the top three battling for the top two places were going to be. Yeah. If not, there was only two. Yeah. There was a couple heats where I was like, oh, even those two, I can't see them doing great through the finals and stuff like that. There was a few. Like the, I think heats one to three were really competitive. One and three, yeah, one were and the three, worst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, super interesting. Uh, mm. Did you think because you had Pavlo doing quite well? Yeah, um, didn't do amazing. Um, no, did well in the heats. Yeah, um, yeah. won the shield carry. Yeah, but got a lap taken off him because he didn't cross the line. Oh fuck! Yeah, did you see the Tom Stoltman and, and Mitch Hooper thing? That was quite good. No. Tom Stoltman was... Oh, yeah, the head-to-head. Well, yeah. ahead, well ahead of yeah. uh, Mitch Hooper. And Mitch Hooper looked like he was struggling. So Tom, like, finished off and dropped the uh, dropped the shield. And Mitch just, like, ground out, like, um, just passed yeah. Tom and just looked at him. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty sad. Well, I think Tom dropped it and was, like, number yeah. one. Like, <laughs> started celebrating. Yeah, and Mitch just, like, was embarrassing. crab walking sideways. And everyone was, like, giving him heat. But at the same time, you're a world's strongest man. You've got a bunch of events to do. If you, it's a poor decision in hindsight, but at the time, you're trying to conserve energy, right? His goal might have been top two. Yeah. And he might have crossed what was the best place yeah. and gone, I'm top two. Yeah. Doesn't matter what Mitch does. Yeah. But the angle and everything in his celebration really makes it look yeah, like yeah. he turned <laughs> and went like, <laughs> I took it out. Oh yeah, which yeah you don't celebrate. Don't, it's yeah, done. Not, not like that. Probably. <laughs> no. So yeah, Pavlo's one. It looked like he crossed the line, and then there's a different angle, and he misses it by like this much. Yeah. Um, the bad thing is there's one judge sitting between two athletes. He's just sitting on a chair, and he's giving them the all clear uh, when they cross the line. Yeah, sure. On both sides. Yeah. So it was close as well. So it was kind of like he's he. It looked like he signaled like it was all good. And obviously everybody in the crowd's like, no, nah, he didn't cross the line. Pavlo's already turned around and walking back. Yeah. And he kind of sat up and then just sort of sat down. It's really hard. Uh, and he also doesn't speak English well. <laughs> How do you yell out to him to come back and cross the line? Come back. What? What? I'm carrying. Yeah. See you. Um, so, like, he should have crossed the line. Yeah. Fair, professional. But... yeah. A judge should just be standing going. Yeah. Yes, and like no. one for each lane kind of thing. Yeah. Like very clear. Because you mentioned earlier before the podcast and stuff, some of the refing, I mean, high pressure situation for the refing and stuff like yeah. that too. But like some of the refing on things like the dumbbell and stuff, which is sometimes a difficult one for ref mm. to kind of nail, um, was a little bit iffy. Some are iffy and some are just straight out like, no. Yeah. There's no control. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Magnus is getting old. Yeah. <laughs> He's going soft. Yeah. Because he was a rough referee. Yeah. Like he For was a long like, time. yeah, quite strict. So, yeah. Um, yeah, difficult one at that level when you see the refing and you're like sort of watching and you're a competitor in the sport yeah. versus like a spectator. And you're like, oh, if I was competing and someone got that, I'd be a little bit fucking pissed. Just jealous. I don't get reps like that. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'd have a 120 dumbbell too if never, I could do it that never way. never me. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it was like lenient for everybody. Yeah. But it sucks for the people that have really Our good technicians. Tech. Yeah. 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 Because they can't do it sloppy. Yes. It's either perfect yeah. or it's a miss. Yeah. And they're punished by that because they're lenient to everybody that's like bent in half sideways. Yeah. Sure. Not standing through kind of thing. Yeah, you're controlling it and you're holding it at the top. But if you're bent sideways and your feet are wide, it's like you're still not really there. Yeah. Um, But I mean, keen to see some some more videos and keen to see like the like the heats and stuff in full. It wouldn't have changed the result. Nah, nah. Like Tom still dropped too many points. Novikov wasn't. Yeah. What he should there was have a, been. There was a reasonable distance at that level. It wasn't like... It would have closed it to like a point or something. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like there, there's it. enough distance where I didn't think that like... I think you could confidently say that Mitch was a clear winner. Yeah. Do you see a celebration after Stones? No. That's my favourite part. For someone that it's just a hobby, don't care oh, about it. His partner jumped on him and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. 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 It's just a hobby Like what does it mean to win Oh it doesn't mean much yeah. You know It's just a platform Like I just want to help people I might not even do it next year yeah. And then he's celebrated I'm like you fucking care Yeah of course <laughs> you, you care You care about you this win It's a you big deal Yeah yeah 100% <laughs> Just admit he can it play it off a Bitcoin It's a little bit Um, I saw some comments Talking about how Hopefully he works on his uh, Win speech uh, And comes off less arrogant uh, that he did at the Arnold. Yeah. And like there was a few comments saying he needs to find a better line between being humble and or like being confident and arrogant. Yeah. Um, which I can definitely see. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like he plays that card pretty hard. And I think some people really chew it up or love it. Yeah. Um, but I think, yeah. I, think I, I don't mind like, the arrogance. Like Eddie Hall was arrogant. Yeah. But he was like, I'm going to die for this. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. Because it meant so much. Yeah, yeah. And he was so confident. Arrogance in like the terms, like, I don't care about it. It's just a platform. It comes out very smug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, obviously, if you're doing what it takes to be the best, putting in the you're hours. away from your family, yeah. you're away from your businesses, you're working your ass off to kind of, like, be the strongest man. It fucking matters to you. I'd hope so. Otherwise, like, your wife would be like, what where the fuck? are yeah, you? If you don't <laughs> care, like, where the fuck are you? Yeah. <laughs> Um, like, and if you don't care about this and you're there, yep. how much do you care about me? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this, Sorry, is just, this is just, <laughs> just, just, just an observation. Yeah, this is just a hobby, but you're spending 10 hours yeah, on this. Yeah. Um, yeah, he had an interv- interview with like Eddie Hall after. Yeah. And he was like, are you going to come back and do more? Because you said you might not. Yeah. He's like, well, I kind of have to now. Yeah. So. Get, I, get a taste, bro. You can't let it go. I don't know if it's just waiting for like, the confidence to come of like, well, if I just say it's a hobby and I don't take it serious, if I suck in two years, I can just step away and go, I'm going to this. Yeah. But then now you win and you're like, oh yeah, I care now. Mm, maybe. <laughs> we'll find out. Yeah. Um, the Okay, so I guess the little comp out of the way, middleweight series, mm. was last weekend, yep. week or weekend before, uh, the strongest middleweight in the country. How do you think it all went? It went good. We had ASM on the podcast, and now we have ASM 105 on the oh, podcast. Oh, we've had World's Strongest Man. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. World's Strongest Man, Australia's Strongest Man, and now our two guests today are Australia's Strongest Man <laughs> under 105 yeah. and Australia's Strongest Man under 90. Yeah. We're doing all right for a little podcast. Not bad. <laughs> we, got the na- we got the names. Everyone went golfing the other day. I'm like, there's Australia's Strongest Man, the 105, yeah. the 90, and last year's Australia's yeah. Strongest yeah. Man. Yeah, true. Whacking balls. Yeah, true. Yeah, <laughs> we, played, we went and uh, played golf yeah. uh, like driving range the other day, and there's Jordan. 2022 is Australia's Strongest Man. There's Josh, 2023 is Australia's Strongest Man. Then there's me and Lee there. And we're like, strong crew. <laughs> strongest driving range in Australia. Start smacking balls in the old guys next to I can tell you it was not the strongest driving range in Australia. <laughs> I was going to say, a very questionable swing on you, Lee, I reckon. Yeah. <laughs> it goes far. Yeah, he actually, he actually did all right. Jordan's yeah, is the same. Jordan's <laughs> just hacks it, but it goes yeah. so Jordan played far. baseball. He's just got good hand-eye coordination. He just oh, wouldn't yeah. fucking miss one, but like, <laughs> I'm going all, all over It's a place. baseball swing Just yeah. angles <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But he could whack him Like he's getting on to him yeah. um, We're all knocking it further Than everybody else But it's just going <laughs> Yeah, yeah. 
Things you liked. I mean, I liked. I really loved this year that we had eight events over four, uh, over two days. Yeah, way that better. was way better. Yeah, it felt like a full comp. Felt like a real comp, and like a comprehensive comp. Like it tested yes. everything. Yeah, it wasn't like oh, these five events favored this person yep. or this person. Yeah, like, it had I f- everything. I feel like having eight events really gives a good spread. You yeah. know, like a couple overhead events, a grip event, some like de- like a deadlift, uh, like the whole lot, like truck pull, stones. Like it really tested comprehensively everyone as a strong man across yep. really good, basic, but solid events. Plus you have to pace yourself if you need to pace yourself. Yeah. Like you have to be smart about it. Yeah, where you're spending energy. If you have a great day, it's like you're going to have a great day too. Yeah. Like some people just have a great day and they're on. Yeah. So like having two days really make sure that like someone that's consistent yep. wins. Uh, female winners crushed. Mm. Yep. Megan and Camilla. Yep. Close in the 73s coming into day two. Yeah. Yeah. Very, um, very close. Yeah. Quite competitive. How many 73s were there in the end? Five. Five. Yeah. Six. Five. Um, and then only three 82s. And they, like 82s are an interesting one because there's a very good like there's a reasonable gap in terms of the levels there yep. do you know what i mean all the girls did great but you can see that like um there's like a level that megan's on and a level that nick white's on that she's mm. sort of chasing and trying to push up to that next level and then you've got liz who's kind of coming up yeah as well um all competed fantastically yeah but there's like you can see that there needs to be more depth there where there's like competition at each level 82s there is 82s in the country they yeah. just need to take a jump. Well, we were talking just about have it. a crack. Yeah, we're talking about it like back and in Arnold's not. before COVID. Yeah. The 82s and like 73 and stuff, quite fierce. Right? Yeah, well, there wasn't 73s. Yeah, that's right. Of course, there wasn't that middle class, which makes yeah. sense. But yeah. I think the problem is when there's not many people doing it and yeah. they're the only people doing it, Yeah, everyone looks at that and goes, well, I can't compete there Yeah, because of that. Yes. Like everybody looks at someone's best event and goes... Oh, I'm shit because I can't do huge. that. Yeah. yeah. Um, whereas other people, and like we always used to do it the opposite way. You look at someone's almost like worst event and go, okay, that's where I can at least challenge them. Points, and yeah. I can get some points. Yeah. I can be competitive. Can't chase them on that. Well, the 73s were quite competitive. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like that was quite good. Um, obviously some really good high level competitors like M and Camilla at that level. Yep. Quite dominant. Yep. At that weight class. Um, and then the 90s, uh, still you could see the levels. You know, like you and Cam sort of battling it out a little bit, but then there's like another tier and another tier. Yeah. Um, would love to see more 90s. Like, yeah, the 90s are lacking. Yeah. At the moment Compared too. to what they were. I think that's like the hard thing is like comparatively. And I'm interested to see, I think the new structure should actually fill a lot of those weight classes out a little bit. Yeah. There's less comps. More yeah. people should get competitive. Yeah. Less tiers, I guess, of comps. Yeah. Everything's kind of just like meshed into the same. You've yeah. either just got a comp or a qualifier. Yeah. That's so it. I think that'll be interesting. I mean, the 105s, 12 people, which is great. 105s are fine. Yeah. Yeah. 105s um, are sorted. Like, yeah. And they've I, got depth. It would have been good. The one thing with the comp is like some sort of live score sheet. Yeah, not so necessarily on follow on. Or yeah, not like necessarily that. always. Yeah. Not attached to like a live stream though. Yeah, that would be cool if it like yeah popped up on a live well, stream. They had it at ASI for a bit, didn't they? They had the QR code. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a Google sheet. Yeah. So it's like if we watch OSG, we, we can, can watch we can watch the live stream and there's 400 people, so you can't follow yep. it, but you can have a Google sheet and go, oh, okay, this is where these people came. Yeah, just get the, a gauge of like where the standard yeah. is and how things are going. The 105s would have been really interesting event to event because you would have watched people go everywhere. It would have been really interesting to see after two events who was top three or four. Yeah. And then in the next event, probably top three changed. Yeah. So it would have flipped and it would have shown how close it was. Yeah, the 105s was like fun for me to watch. Yeah. You know what I mean? compete. I had, a, I had a ball competing. Yeah. I had a ball competing, yeah. but like I felt like uh, relatively. I mean, you gave me shit. You're like, you better win by a fucking margin because you talked. You, you talked yeah. a big game. You put videos out saying you're going. Yeah, to. He's like, he was like, he was like, you better fucking do a good job because yeah. you put videos out saying you're going to. So it's gonna be embarrassing for you if you don't. Yeah, um, and I felt relatively confident. But like for me, like watching the 105s because like I'm a still a 105 fan. 
Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I love the 105 class, like, yep. nationally, internationally. And watching the guys battle it out and see the places turn so much and, like, someone drop an event and someone do really well an event, like, coming down to that last event and fighting for podium and, and it yep. matters where people go, uh, changes the podium and stuff like that. That was really fun to watch. And Especially to on those with. events. Yeah. When yep. you've got five people that can run a yoke quick. Yeah. Truck pulls just, like, up in the air. <sighs> yep. Sandbag throw. Everybody. Like, you actually don't know what's really Yeah, there's happen. a couple of events where, like, it's kind of, like, throw the balls in the air and see where they land with everybody. Yeah, yeah. deadlifts were the same as well. There's, yeah. There was four or five Everybody's that could pull close. 300 yeah. to 310 or whatever it was. Yeah. Um, so, 82s, talked about the podium. Uh, yeah. 73s, Camilla M. Jess. Jess. Yep. Uh, all girls doing really well. Yep. Uh, Camilla M, obviously, at that, like, next tier. Yeah, uh, I think M was leading by three points yeah. into day, day two. two. Yeah, yeah, something along those lines. Uh, who won the nineties? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's Just about time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I mean, it's not like for me, and like you don't fucking like this, but like I was super proud. But like stoked, <laughs> yeah. Like shut the fuck up. Um, but it's, I was stoked. It's, it's just another thing, you know. Yeah, like, I, don't, I, don't care, I don't care that much. I haven't worked <laughs> for fucking ten years to get this. But like, obviously, in Arnold's, uh, when I was coaching you back then, I think I was still coaching you. Yeah, twenty eighteen. Yeah, it was disappointing for us both in terms of the fact that like you technically should have won. Yeah. On count back. They made a mistake and error. Yeah. Sorry if this is news to everybody. In 2018, uh, there was a tie on points, but they fucked the score sh uh, sheet up and they gave the win to someone else. Well, initially it was they didn't they didn't score one of my squats. Yeah. Yeah. So they so initially when I say there was a tie, yeah, there was a tie, but initially they gave someone else the win, uh. and then post competition, it was a tie. Lee would have actually won on the day due to count back, right? right? So for us or for me and him, it's like he didn't get the moment in the sun. Mm. He didn't mm. get announced. He wasn't recognised. It wasn't like you put the work in. He technically should have won on the day, but there's an error. So it's kind of like bittersweet. It's yeah. like you know it, but you you didn't get the fucking recognition for the hard work. The moment, yeah. Yeah, you didn't get the moment. And mm. like people say like, oh, you know, but you know and stuff. Well, like what's the fucking point of competing if you're not getting your moment? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'll fucking, I'll just train at the gym. Like, <laughs> yeah. I won't compete because, like, we do it for the moment. Like, you want the trophy, you want that, like, moment of glory because, like, if there's no moment of glory, like, what are you doing it for? It costs you fucking money. Yeah. It's expensive. It's your whole fucking life. And it's like, there's a snippet of enjoyment because, like, when you win, there's two minutes where you're fucking stoked. Yeah, it and goes away very quickly. And then you go, when you wake up the next day and it's like, okay, <laughs> back to work. <laughs> or you don't even get to wake up. The baby wakes you up at 3am and you go, all right, yeah. <laughs> still here. <laughs> back to reality. Yeah, back to reality really fast. There's man. a day or two where everyone's like, good job. And then after that, it's just... And I don't even like the good job. Back to normal. Like the, yeah. the good job thing is like, yeah, I'm, we're past that now. Like <laughs> there was two Moment's minutes. It was two minutes where you can congratulate me, and then it's like, yep. well, we're back to it, you know. Yep. So it's truly, really, I think it's really hard to miss that. Anyway, back to I'm digressing, but it's really good to see like an outright win, like five points or something like yep. that in the end, and to get that moment. Cam did a great job. Always a good competitor, mm. um, uh, but definitely pulled away in day two. Uh, th third ant. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Who, Josh. Oh, Josh. Oh, sorry, Josh. Yeah, Josh of course. Squeezed it. Sorry, how did I miss Josh? Yep. Those two guys are really well. I think Josh came in with an injury. It'll be really interesting to see Josh uh, over the next twelve months because he looked like he's could be very, very good. Yeah, if he was in injury free and form, yeah. yeah, I feel like he will be a very good competitor coming up into these nineties. Well, I, th I think he wants to cut to eighties. Why get weaker? You know, <laughs> <laughs> the aim of the game is to get stronger. Yeah. Uh, I think I think the goal is like eighties and looking at overseas. If, yeah, if eighties yeah, sure. is achievable. Yeah, yeah. Um, to not shrivel up and yeah, not be able to lift anything. Yeah, yeah. In saying that he's taller than me. Pretty, I know, le pretty he lean. Feel out at ninety. You know, yeah. he looks pretty good at ninety. Yeah, um, and he looked lean at ninety. Uh, then one hundred and five is myself, um, Charles, and Deck. Yep. Um, 
those two boys super competitive with each other. Um, yeah, they go like one for one at the moment. Yeah, a hundred percent. Which I think is I think is really fun and amusing like for Charles, and I yeah. think really frustrating for Declan. <laughs> 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 yeah, most definitely. I think that's the case. Um, yeah. But then, like, you got James and Kyle and stuff like that, just missing out on the podium. Now, James has been around for a long time. He's a great competitor and relatively consistent. Yep. Um, just needs to bring up a few static things. Yep. But Kyle, like, static strength's pretty reasonable. Young guy, hasn't been in it for that long. He moves so quick. Yeah. He's a great mover. Um, That's the thing where, like... Not fast enough. But (laughs) (laughs) I think he kind of matched your training yoke. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Because that's like, when I went into the comp, everyone's like, oh, yeah, like, you'll smash it. It's going to be easy. And I'm like, if you go in thinking that, Mm. and, like, your yoke is an example, if you go in thinking no one's going to be as quick as me on yoke. Yeah. I've got it easy. I'll just pace myself and do a good run. Say you did it in 20 seconds and went, cool, that's a good training time. Yeah. That'll be enough. Someone might send it like Kyle yeah. and squeeze ahead 100%. because you were just a little bit complacent. So like, even if it's... You never want to pace win. yourself on yoke anyway. I yeah. feel like it's one of those things where if you try to pull back on yoke or pace it, it's heavy. It's heavy. Yeah. Like I got, I got the whatever pace I got is the pace I got on the day. You know, yeah. like I'm throwing everything behind a yoke because, like, I mean, the quicker it, the quicker it finishes, the quicker it's over. Yeah, you don't want it on your back for <laughs> yeah, too long. Nah, fuck no. Yeah, but yeah, if you go in like somewhat complacent, like I've got this easy. Yeah, it's very easy for someone that's really hungry. Yeah, that'll risk it. And it might pay off. Yeah. Um, totally agree. I think that like, especially when it's like first event. Yep. Me, me watching Kyle on the way back is just like, don't drop it, don't drop it, yeah. don't drop it, don't drop it. And then he didn't drop it. And I'm like, okay, that was actually quick. Good job. Yeah, it was really quick. What's the time? Yeah. Um, the big thing that I see with Yoke all the time as well is just like, especially like people who are a bit more green in competition is just like, uh, there's a there's a thing of pushing your pace but knowing your boundaries. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like people hear the siren or the whistle go and they just try to fucking leg it. There's a and certain thing goes out the window. There's a certain point in the run where you can lean forward and like get, get, get a bit out of control. Yeah. yeah. And it's not in the first like three meters. Nah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You gotta build momentum. You gotta go through the gears is what yeah. is, is kind of the cue we use, you know? Yeah. You can't just go to fucking any go straight to like gear three, gear four and fucking send it. Like you got yep. to work through the first couple of gears to find your spot. Especially um, with that drop in the middle too. Like you get yeah. under it quick, you pick it up and you're like, that's not in the right spot. Like I did. But, yeah, <laughs> but I've got to go anyway. Yeah, but I'm going. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, the comp ran really well too. Yeah. I think that was like a big thing. Like it was very well executed. Organized was great. Equipment mm. was fantastic. Um, the day moved quite smoothly. Day one was long. Yeah, that's just event selection it's and stuff. It's good that we cut the sandbags shorter. Yeah, at least it would have been ages. Yeah, but I think their intention was like the women would get to fifteen. Yeah, not seventeen. Yeah, everyone just surpassed expectations yeah. on the sandbag, and the guys would all tap out at twenty-seven, yeah. not forty. Well, yeah, forty's big throw. Yeah, and we started at twenty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a lot of throws too. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, but like, so day one was quite long, but day two the events are short, sharp. We had. No setup. No setup. Like, not a heap of warming up. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. farmers go, um, which was super handy. That made things move really quick on that second day. Yeah. It's the higher the comps go up, the easier it is for warm ups, too, because yep. everyone kind of knows what they're doing. Yeah. Everyone can warm up within 10 minutes and <laughs> go done. So, like, yeah. And notice that warming up. Like, we were warming up in the 90s, and once they said, like, our deadlifts were going to be separate to yours. Yeah. I was like, cool, I don't have to warm up with yeah. all you fucks. <laughs> it's like 12 That's of them. Fair. I'm just, 12 of us. I'm like, I love you all. Yeah. I'll hang out with mostly 105s yeah. there. Yeah. But I'm like, go away. Yeah, I'd love to see, like, something I really want to see, and this is like our job, it's the promoter's job, it's the strongman community's job, is like to see 12 people in every class. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, mate, like a competition, because it's not just, it's not, even if you've got two or three standout people, they're going to win. Even if that's the case in most classes, those people, like you saw in our competition and in the 105s, you've got 12 people. But someone who's coming 12th on most things is coming second or third in something obscure yep. or they've got a lift where that, that they steal some points. Yep. They move up and they knock some, they get between two people and knock someone out a little bit and then it makes things a little bit more interesting. 
Yeah, suddenly if you have a bad event, you don't yeah. come fifth. You come, come 10th, 10th or yeah. 10th, you know. And then I think that like watching the other weight classes when you've got either a big difference between three people or even six people and there's two people, you really are fighting neck and neck and the pressure's on, which is cool too, I guess, yeah. but the pressure's on to really win events um, because if yeah. you drop an event, it's kind of day done unless someone else can sneak in there yeah. a little bit. But there's, there's a tighter point difference, you know. Yeah, if I could pluck a few 90s that I know and chuck them in that car. Yeah from present and even a few from the past and just go, oh, these person in 2019, if I yep. threw that in, then I probably wouldn't have come fourth on farmers. I probably would have come lower down. Yes. I probably would have yep. come eighth or yep. ninth if there was 12 of us. Yes. Yeah. But then Cam probably still would have come 12th on a truck pool. Yeah. The deadlift would have been different. The Viking press would have been super yeah, different. Yeah, very different. Like yeah. all of a sudden – it would have been like the 105s where you would have seen all a these lot more flips until yeah. it yeah, sort of falls at the keeps end. It a lot, it keeps it a lot more interesting. I mean, if you win an event, there's still 12 points versus six points. It kind of yep. scales up a little bit, but there's just more opportunity for more points to be get and more people to get in between. Yeah, that's why ASM and ASW were so good. Yeah, because more competitors. Yeah. Because more, more like interesting competitions. And this is like a call out to everyone who's coming up or like at the intermediate level or advanced level, like throw your hat in the ring. And if you qualify, show up. Like even if you don't think that you're going to win or you don't think you're at the standard, train, have a dip because you'll find that you will actually do reasonably well in most events. There might be a couple where you zero or aren't doing great, but mm. the, you'll probably have an event or two events where you crush it and you keep make things interesting. But like 12 people in a comp, Still makes things more interesting than it's a six much, or three. much more fun comp. Yeah, makes it a competition and less pressure. Yeah, you're not focused on one person. Yeah, going oh, I've got to beat them because yeah. there's twelve people. Yeah, um, like the very first Arnold's, the 2016 one, where they actually had weight classes. Most Arnold's. Um, I tried to tell I people. I don't think I'd ever run that yoke in training. Yeah, the heavy yoke. Yeah, Pretty sure it was like three. Ten, yeah, three twenty, I think three twenty, maybe yeah, three twenty. I don't think I'd ever touched it. I touched yep. like two eighty, two ninety, and it just buckled me. Yeah, I finished it in probably fifty nine point nine <laughs> seconds, but I'd never moved it before. Yeah. Um, the deadlift for reps was like a two fifty. Yeah, and it was currently my one rep max. Yeah, and Dave Palmer and Jake went on to f battle it out, doing ten and eleven reps, yeah. and I did two. Yeah, and a very hard two. Like, could have easily just looked at the weights and gone, no. Yeah. That's out, that's out of my depth. I'll wait till next year. But it was the Arnold's and everyone just wanted to show up. Everyone just yeah. wanted that ticket. Do you know what I everyone mean? Wanted everyone, everyone wanted that T-shirt. Everyone wanted that T-shirt. Everyone wanted that little medal and everyone yeah. wanted to like go compete in front of a grandstand. Yeah. And at a fitness expo. I think the fitness expo thing was a big draw card. But I try to tell people and like, it's hard because we just don't have fitness expos now. It's yeah. just not a thing. But... There weren't 12 people in all the classes or there weren't three people in any classes. No, the bigger ones were like there was 20. Like, there was like 14. I mean, they started, I think, I think the they least started was capping like, it, but there was like 14 to 20 people in every class. Yeah, 14 was bottom yeah. end. And when you go overseas and like, let's use, like when I did Ultimate Strongman, OSG, even SCL, there's 20 to 30 guys at World Comps. Yeah, well, chaos in July. Yeah, 30 guys. If everyone turns up, there's 30. Yep. And my OSG year, there was 33. Yep. Uh, Ultimate Strongman, there was something like 28 or 30. Um, uh, Ultimate Strongman. Well, even Finland, we had mid-20s. Yeah, SEL, it was like 24, 25. Yeah. They cut it to top 12. They cut the comp to top 12. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people dropped out. Yeah, 100%. So, I mean, when you go overseas or if you're competing in like – back in the Arnolds and stuff like that, which is over the next few years, we might see something like that return. Mm. That's fun. Yeah. Like, because there's good guys at good events and that makes a, like such a world of difference. It's just a big amount of people that you're competing mm. with and chatting to. Yeah, and like it makes fun. for a good vibe. Yeah, 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 100%. It's a good vibe. So, But, I mean, it was still a great competition. Um, out of yeah. How did you feel like you went performance-wise? Pretty good, like 95, 99%. There's always something yeah. where I'm like, could have done better. Yep. Um, day one, I think, was as perfect as it could be. Yep. Yoke was way faster than training. Yep. So didn't make a difference 
time-wise. Yeah. Because the times were all separated. Still performance-wise. Yeah, probably as good as it ever could have been. Viking was straightforward. Yeah. Um, which was fine. It was the third event. Truck ball. Yeah. That went well. Mm. Um, won that event. That was an event where the f- ground was slippery. You had rock climbing shoes. They still didn't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like you have to learn on the fly. Yeah. And I think it favoured people that got rid of their strategy or their technique or the way that they pulled it. Yeah. And tried to do something different. Yeah. So anybody that could just like learn as they went along did really well. Yeah. Like Josh changed everything that he did. Josh Vassy and got a really quick time. Yeah. He did really well. I watched the live back and Cam's like low to the ground, short, quick steps, pumping his feet. And for a good like 30 seconds, he's just going. Not really moving fast. There's a few guys who took really short steps. Or like it, really it small did nothing. Steps and it just didn't, wasn't moving. And it was like big, slow yeah, arm pulls. Be, yeah, need to be like big, quick arms, lots of yep. pull. And just like let the legs follow kind of thing. Yeah, and that's all I did. Yeah. Like everyone came back and went, there's no legs in this. So Mine like, was trash, but it was still fast. I saw enough. yours. Oh, so fucking yours bad. was chaos. Oh. <laughs> I just like, like I, I changed my strategy there as well, and I tried to be every, more every up. arm pull. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I just tried. No, I tried to be more upright and like have more contact. But I was just slipping so much. I should have yeah. still been on my toes a bit. I just like I just didn't nail it, <laughs> and that's okay. <laughs> See videos where people are on like ice skating rinks and they're doing oh, this, but they don't. Everywhere, they don't bro. fall. They're just <laughs> yeah, kind of like. Yeah, yeah. About to fall, but they never fall. Yeah, that was me. I was so close to falling like 50 times. It was just pure aggression. Your legs were just going too quick to fall. Like you would slip to fall. Yeah, yeah. And then you'd somehow catch it. It wasn't pretty. (laughs) Admittedly, it wasn't pretty. And like my my truck pulls were so pretty and training on asphalt with a heavy truck. Yeah. You know, like I was so dialed in. And then I got there and I was like, fucking ice skating ring in here. Like, let's just just send it, see how it goes. Yeah. I just went into it just thinking, like, get it started the normal way. Yeah. And I'm like, if I can't use legs, I'm just not even going to think about what they're doing. Yeah. And I'm just going to use my arms. That's pretty much what I did. It didn't look like yours. I leant forward a little bit and then I felt my foot slip and I'm like, no, That's don't what do I that. Thought if I lean forward too much, I'm gonna face flat. <laughs> uh, I stayed forward, but my feet were just light. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I went in, everyone's just gone, it's all arms, yeah. and I'm like, surely I've got the strongest <laughs> arms like, in the arms. group. Look at these guys. <laughs> surely I've got the strongest biceps in the group. I'll just curl it. And it worked. Yeah. And then I couldn't do anything for like half an hour. <laughs> just bump. My whole arm. Yeah. Forearm, bicep. Like I was sitting there like with them hanging and I'm like, yeah. if we do sandbags too soon, I can't hold a sandbag. Yeah. Like I'm actually yeah. in trouble. <laughs> yeah. And then it came good. Yeah. Sandbag was probably my most, sandbag and dumbbell are probably the two stressful ones. Yeah. For me. Farmers, I anticipated points and like, but that's those fine. But either way. Yeah. <laughs> sandbag, I'm like a foot shorter than basically everybody else in the 90s. And I'm like, that's not helpful to throw something higher. Yeah. I also don't know what anyone can do, and we also get two throws. Yeah, so it might In not even be seconds. a it might not even be a lack of I'm not good enough. Yeah, but I just screwed it up twice. Yeah, um, that's why it was funny watching yours, the 22 kilo. One. Oh yeah, I missed the 22 kilo bag. Went straight up in the air and came <laughs> back down. This is like. Bit like second throw. No. Everyone was like, all, oh. the, all the other 105s are still in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if you'd missed the second one, it would have been last. Yeah, like day over. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I could have copped the last. <laughs> you had a buffer. I had a buffer. <laughs> yeah, so that was probably the stressful one for me because especially in the gym, like little Small things. Up. Yeah, I you know. You stand under the bar and you step forward Yeah, and we throw it, whereas this you couldn't do that. So yes. I'd step forward and like look back and I'm like, I don't know where it is. In my deload, I did some bag throws and one out of three went over the bar. The rest just came up and came back down on my head. Like, I just was like, I was like water loading. I was a little bit dizzy. So like, my forearms were cramping up a little mm. bit. It was just so bad. I was like, you know what? I'm not touching this. <laughs> yeah. It's all right. Josh missed his first throw of his first four or five. I know. Double took everything. And then second. Yeah. Um, Every single time. But yeah, once I got the sandbag, I yeah. was like, or once everybody dropped off and I knew... I'd gotten second. Yeah. Like, at worst, I'd gotten second. I'm like, okay, that's not stressful anymore. Yeah. I'd throw the bag and walk back, and Nathaniel's like, you could at least smile. And I'm like, I smile when I win. Yeah. <laughs> and just didn't smile, not just walked yet. off. I'm yeah, like, it's not over yet. I'm like, I'm stressed about this. Yeah. <laughs> um, but day two was very good. It was consistent. 
Yeah. Yeah. Deadlift what I needed. Yeah. Which was the goal. Open Dumbbell heavier. Dumbbell what you needed. Stone what you needed. Dumbbell could have been better, but yeah, that dumbbell's hit and miss. Like once my arm's cooked, it's cooked. Yeah. I think I pushed it quicker yeah. than what I should have. And I should have rested like a little bit longer and maybe I'd get one extra rep. Yeah. But that's probably about it. Yeah. I think like dumbbell for me, I just... I knew how many reps I got. That was my big thing with the performance. Was like I was stoked mm. with both days. Truck pull was the only thing that I felt like I could have done a lot better on. Um, just changing strategy. Yoke couldn't really go quicker than that. Biking press probably hit what I did in training. My feet mm. were a little bit too far back because we don't have the transformer bar as like a reference. Like yeah. I like watching back, and that's why I reckon I softened up through the knees. Um, sandbag throw thirty seven and a half. I didn't think I'd get that high. Yep. Um, Day two, farmers blitzed, uh, deadlift, obviously comfortable win, which is always going to be the case. Dumbbell, pull, I pull a 360 just for funsies. Yeah. yeah. I thought I might go 400. <laughs> there was a crowd. I was like, uh, my original plan on the deadlift was to pull like 330 and then just like call it. And I was like, there's a crowd. I can't just go pull one easy deadlift. Yeah. So I was like, I'll pull 360. I'll see how it feels. I might try for 400. I pull 360 and I was like, nah. <laughs> I was standing way back with like a couple of us watching yeah. it. And they were like, yeah, he's going up for 360. And I'm like, that wasn't the plan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's like, maybe you'll have a crack at 400. And then you pull 360 and everyone's like, oh yeah, just a casual 360. And I'm like, Oh, it's not that quick. Yeah, <laughs> it was, everyone's like, it was what? Far, it was fast, but it wasn't. It wasn't four hundred fast. Yeah, yeah. I was um, like, that's probably it. Yeah, that's that's enough. Yeah. Like three eighty, three ninety, maybe again, but like not worth point. it. Yeah. Nah. Um, the dumbbell and the stones, I slowed down. I reckon if I had competition and stuff, I could have squeezed out one more rep on each. Yep. But like dumbbell, I just wanted to make sure of it. Stones, I just wanted to make sure of it. Those last couple, I just sort of like slowed down and made sure I was getting over the bar well. I really, you can watch the first five reps and watch the first three reps and I just pull back to make sure yep. of it. But like, I think, yeah, execution wise, pretty much perfect, which is cool. It's good to see you have to work for those extra reps. Pardon? It's good to see you have to work for those extra reps. On the eight? On like dumbbell, stones, yeah. even the Viking. Yeah, yeah. It was fun to have to work on the Viking. Like um, it's all close enough to where you just squeeze it out and everybody yeah. else just makes yeah. a mistake or doesn't quite get yeah. there. But yeah, still I think, close. I think dumbbell, like I had to get seven. I think I could have got eight in that time. I yep. was kind of cruising through. Like not cruising through, but like just pacing that a little bit more than what I did in training. Um, and the stones, I reckon I definitely could have got nine. Yep. They felt fucking good, but I just wanted to make sure of it. I didn't want to yep. like fuck one up. So um, yeah. yeah, so great weekend. Yeah, cool, cool to watch everybody. The so stones, everybody made the stones hard at the end. As in like, Josh only messed up the first rep, so he only got five. Yeah. But every other 90s did six. Yeah. And Cam did seven. Yeah. Once all those guys did six and Josh did five, I'm like, oh. Yeah, I'm going to have to work. I have to do reps. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I was going into it, like I've got a really good buffer. I knew that I had to get if, seven or eight. No, I thought if, well, you've got a lot more competitors too. Yeah. I was like, if a couple of these guys just get like two or three. Yeah. And I'm like, even if I got four and fell over, mm. I'm like, it still would have had a points buffer to cruise through. Yeah. But then when everyone got six, I'm like, okay, I have to at least do six. Yeah. If you're going to look at the weekend on a whole and the competitors and the middleweights, and like we can talk about like now that ASM and middleweights has been, mm. is there one thing in general that you see that like would help athletes across the board? Like, is there, was there a theme in terms of like, anyone who wasn't executing or the top guys to like the middle line guys, do you think there's something there that's, that we can, you can identify that's like, okay, cool. Here's, here's one of the big differences between the guys that are winning at the top and the guys that are coming like mid pack or sort of like down below. A lot of it's confidence. Mm. Like people carry themselves very differently. Yeah. They don't waste energy between things. Yeah, um, which makes a difference. Like the warm up room is a so big difference. Like yeah. saying when I was warming up for deadlifts, and then we knew that like one hundred fives are after. Yep. Therefore, there's no point you touching a bar mm. until we've yeah, basically gone out gun. there, yeah. or at least close to going out there. And then there was like four of the one hundred five guys, and they'll probably hate me, yeah, for pointing them out. I can't even remember who it was, but there was four people that came up and were going to jump in, and I was like, "You guys aren't on until later." Yeah, you got ages. Like, go, it's at 70 kilos. Yeah. Like, go rest. Guys jumping on the dumbbell. Really but it was guys that it was guys that were new. Yeah. All the guys that have been doing a lot of comps weren't even close. Like, they were eating. Yeah. And talking outside or just doing something else. 
Yeah. Um, so a lot of people, yeah, jump in and warm up way too much, way too early. Yeah. Yeah, I think with the warm up thing, the big strategy or the best strategy, and this is the way that I look at it post event, and like I, and in fairness, like I got clients and stuff doing comps, and you do as well. Mm. But we're competing, and that's a hard line to follow. But realistically, like there's a five ten minute window why I might have a chat after the comp after the, the event. Mm. I'm trying to eat food. I'm trying to like calm down a little bit. I'm trying to bring that arousal down a little bit. And then I'll wait and then it's like almost time to warm up. I'm just kind of like doing my thing, just trying to relax a bit. And then cool headphones back in, prep work, not touching implements and stuff, but just like let's loosen up a little bit. Let's yeah. do whatever mobility stuff I need to do for the next event. Let's just like look after my knees or something like that mm. and then start warming up, but like not too soon, right? I think yeah. that's managing your downtimes effectively is definitely probably one of those things that, especially on a two-day comp or like when there's a long comp with other weight classes, is something that can be managed effectively to make sure the outcome is positive at the event time. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess it all depends how you train, how you operate too. Mm -hmm. So like last year, the max log, they brought out seats and they're like, everybody sit down. Yeah. Then we'll go up and do our lifts. Yeah. Probably the worst thing I could have done. Yeah. It's actually sit down. Actually sitting that. down, waiting to go up and do a lift and like letting my back fold this way yeah. while wearing a belt and all my shit. Yeah. And then I walked up to do log and I'm like, yeah. my back does not feel good. I'm not going to be able to extend. Yeah. So this weekend, I didn't sit yeah. at all. I stood behind the seats. Yeah. And Alex and everyone's like, you can have a seat. And I'm like, I'm just going to stand. Yeah. If yeah. I sit down, I will feel like trash, especially between deadlifts. And that's just me. I don't sit between warming up and doing deadlifts. No. We deadlift. We, we put plates sit. on the bar. We deadlift. Yeah, it moves pretty quick. Until it's done. Even logs the same. Yeah. I'd sit for two seconds, Not if often. that. Yeah, if at all. Because it doesn't feel comfortable. And then also, like, warming up. Like, I think it's important for strong men to take warm-ups when you need to. Like, in terms of, like, do your mobility stuff. And that's very easy and accessible to do mm. in competition between events if you've got long times. Yep. But we've talked about this before. Being able to forego a lot of warm-ups and warm-up with bigger jumps or be able to jump in with the group Versus like being really specific with your warm ups and like have to do this. I have to take small, smaller yep. jumps, kind of over warming up for events as well. Yeah, you see people get thrown a little bit when the pace is a little bit quicker than what they're used to in the warm up room. Like one class goes, your time to warm up. You better be able to have two or three touches with the farmers and go. Yeah, you better be able to take bigger jumps in your deadlifts and be able to go out there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's it comes with experience as well, but having. Like, there's a lot of big personalities. Yeah. And when people are switched on and they want to warm up, they'll take control and they'll want to do it their yeah, way. Yeah, you've got to be assertive in the And in the you've got to realise that, like, no one's going to actually physically fight you or tell you no if you go, I'm going to pull some plates off. Yeah. And do my set. Yeah. And then put them back on. Yeah. And I used to see that at Arnold's all the time. Like, when I started comps, I was the quiet person that was like, oh, the yoke went from 1.30 and I went and went to the toilet and now it's 350 yeah i guess i'll just do that and then would go out and like shit the bed you have to be assertive with like to warm up room yeah and, and then as well. the years went on yeah. there was three of us that were like all right no one's really making a call yeah Let's i'll just start some, making calls i'll just start making yeah. calls but you make yeah. calls based on your strength 100 yeah, percent. and then the quiet people yeah. just go okay i'm following i'm screwed yeah and it's like, I'm trying not to be rude. I'm just making calls based on what I would do. <laughs> it's a competition and like everyone's kind of out there to do their thing. And like you're making calls because no one else is. But like, like you're making calls because someone has to start making calls. That's what Someone's I'm saying. Someone's going to start putting weight on there. The Anyone that's like either weaker or wants smaller jumps yeah. should just speak up. Yeah. And, speak and I know up. it's easier said than done. Yeah. Because other people are intimidating. Yeah. Um, but it happened with the women at one point. Yeah. The women warming up on deadlift. And then someone was like, yeah, they said we're going up in this weight and the weight's not going back down. These are our weight jumps and we're going up and not going back down. So I walked over there thinking like, if it doesn't go back down, I'm going to empty the fucking bar. Yeah. <laughs> I was so dirty at it. I yeah. was like, no. Yeah, 100%. You can do your jumps, but yeah. other people can do theirs. their jumps. You, you can't say no. No. It's yeah. not. That's not how it works. So I was like, You're if, there to if it needs to go back down, pull the plates off. Yeah. A hundred percent. If they stop you, two seconds if they stop you, hit them in the face with the plate. <laughs> <laughs> one thing I can't stand is like the arrogance to go, this is going my way and that's it. Yeah, it's, like, it's not your no, comp. It's not your comp. It's everybody's comp. Everyone's yeah. here to do their thing. 
You work, someone, you work in with people, just like you do in the gym. Do someone you know was I mean? in doing log the other day, and they'd been waiting for it from somebody else. And I pulled out a log, and they're like, "Do you want the log pads?" I'm like, "No, you got them." Yeah. They're like, "We can share." And I'm like, "There's a tire here. I can pick it up off that." Work. Yeah. And everybody else would be like, "Harmonious warm up area." Well, it's also strongman where, like, if it was powerlifting, you can get OCD about particular things. But yeah. it's like, if we go to the states to compete. We might have a in log. Room, we might have, might have a, but we might have yeah. a log on bumpers yeah. off yeah, the off floor. The Super common. So yeah. it's like, I can't be shitty about doing log from a deeper pickup yeah. here. Yeah, it's going to better me as an athlete to of not course. be OCD about yeah, my definitely. stuff. Things things change, but um, also I don't have priority over someone else. No, I say as regardless a gym owner, of what I can lift versus them. Generally, as a gym owner, I say that I have the least priority. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, unless I'm like, unless I'm competing for like worlds or something like that, and it's like a peak yeah. day or something like that. Like, most of the time, I'm like, if someone's got the Texas bar, like oh, I've got the fucking rogue bar, that's fine. I mm. don't care that much. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I thought that uh, one other thing that I noticed between the two competitions, and this came comes back to like the yoke and a few other events, composure. Yeah. When the events go, do you know what I mean? Sort of like. Knowing or like an, an expectation management, do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, just because, like, if you train and hit four reps, I mean, busting your balls and hit your four reps on something, there's you don't really have a right to think you got six on comp day and yeah. then not be happy when you get four, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, like, I, I sort of hearing guys talk about what their expectations are, what they're hoping to hit in competition, and then what they're actually achieving. That's like famous last words of it'll be their comp, yeah, day. it'll be their comp day, right? <laughs> like, realistically, like. You, your results or your outcomes will be kind of based around what the training is. And if you're a little bit faster, then fantastic. Yeah. If you're a little bit worse, okay, it's eight events. It's a big day. There's, you make small mistakes. But composure, understanding the plan or what you're capable of, pacing things a little bit based on where you think the range is that you can mm. hit, and being composed and knowing takeoff speeds, footwork, adjusting. Like if something doesn't go right – being able to be composed and not freak out or change something. Yep. Or if you drop the yoke, being composed on the repicks. I think composure comes with experience. And I think that's one of the other things. I think the warm-up room, really evident, like how you manage your downtime, your warm-ups, being able to warm up effectively not too soon. Yep. And then composure out there. If you mess up an event and there's eight events and you can't let that go, oh, that's a long day and a half of six events that you're just totally. really dirty at yourself and you can't shake it. And not even that. And like, I get that as well. Like it was a good event for me and I fuck it up. Like I'm, I'm dirty and it's hard to see that there's seven other events, but even if you mess up day one, mm. there's a whole nother day. Yeah. And someone else might mess up day two. Like there's a whole competition again the next day. Well, that Arnold's the year that I won. Um, the year that I won, but didn't win, but yeah. won. <laughs> um, I think I was fifth going into Stones. Yeah. Like I was sitting fifth. And by that time in the day, everybody's usually just kind of like, day's done. Yeah. Like, that I can't catch those points. Whereas, I don't know, I've always just had this thing of like, it's not done until it's, not it's done. done. until it's done. Or you I'm never like, know. Or I'm like, all right, I'm coming fifth. I send this event and win it. And I've done whatever I can do. Yeah. And then at least I know I've had the best crack at it. But you might come second, you might come third, or you never know who, how the other five people are going to go on stones. You may win, right? A lot of the comps that I've come second, third, or first has come back from lower. Yeah. Because typically moving events start first. Which is way more fun. Which are not my greatest events. Yes. They're a lot better now, but they were yep. very shit to start yep. off with. Then there'd be some pressing in the middle. I'm like, cool, made up some good points. Yes. Then there was a deadlift. Also wasn't a great event for me. Yeah. And then finished with stones, which was kind of like a banker of like... Yeah, yeah. I got this. The only reason I did the first four events was to get here. <laughs> so I could take my shirt off and rip into some stones. Yeah. Everyone's like, I just want to go home. And I'm like, the day just started. Yeah, yeah. Like, Let's go. <laughs> I put up with yoke and farm. Yeah, and it's yeah, like, yeah. I'm here for this. Yeah. So I'm so used to coming back from behind. Yeah. That yeah. it doesn't... If I have a bad event, it's kind of just like normal. And it's fun. Yeah, whereas a lot of people that are good at moving events or good at the events that are typically first yeah. struggle because they're out in the lead and then they just watch their lead dwindle away. Dwindle yeah, away and yeah. it's very hard to keep composed. at the back end of the competition. You're like, I have to, 
I have to nail this 140 log or I'm yeah. screwed. And it's like, you've only done 120. Yeah. 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 Like, where, where do you think that's going to come <laughs> yeah. from? Like, ah, I'll be there on the day. No, I just like, got to make it happen. <laughs> so, <laughs> I just have a story in my head. What I'm not going to say. <laughs> yeah. It's good to overreach, but like within a realistic parameter. Oh, yeah, definitely. I like, tend to go through best case, worst case scenarios of a comp. Yeah, 100%. The whole and, thing. And like, I mean, we did that on the couch after day one. Lee yeah. and I sat there and we were pretty bang on, to be honest. But we sat there and played out the 90s day two. And we said, worst case scenario and best case scenario for Cam. And we're like, should still win. Yeah. We, we nutted out all the points for everybody. We're like, this is where we, this is how we think things are going to go. Yeah. And that's pretty much how things went. Went pretty well, like best yeah, case. did better. Yeah, yeah. actually, we, we nutted out worst case. Mm. And I'm like, this is the worst case how this go yeah. day goes. How's it going to play Worst out? case, it would have been like a couple of points difference. Yeah. It might have come down to stones yeah. and winning stones. Yeah. Something like that. How long do you guys talk about like the day, like coming together after the event, like that evening? How long are you guys like discussing like all the scenarios and stuff? Um, it's pretty quick. Yeah. Like it was pretty quick. It was just because it's only four events. So yeah, it was notes. like, mm. this is best case of where it should come. And this is probably where the other people are going to go. So you can kind of work out the points off that. And then it was like, all right, if I really shit the bed, there's a few events that should still be fine. Yeah. But if I don't do well at some particular ones. And the, and the guys that like are like right up there with you, mm. how, how do you know like their lifts and stuff or like what they're capable of? Is it stuff from previous comps or is it just like general knowledge that a little bit general knowledge, a little bit of Instagram. And I think just more backing, knowing what you can do. Yeah, and then someone can come out and hit something that you just don't expect. And you're like, well, that came out of nowhere. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, you, you're just guessing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you're just trying to predict or get an idea of, like, where things are and how things might play out. Um, That's why a lot of people, and it's a lot of effort, but go full MIA for six yeah, to eight yeah, weeks yeah, coming yeah. into a comp. Anything, yeah. Last post, I'm going dark. Yeah. No one's seeing my stuff. I'm going to come in and shock the world. And it's like... I get it, but like, you you're going to do what you're going to do. you got eight weeks to get a little yeah. bit stronger. You can only get so much stronger yeah. in eight weeks. <laughs> I think... Um, I've done that on certain events because I know that they were... Like last year, I wanted to do that with the axle overhead event. Yeah. Those five axles. Because I know that nah, I could just race through them. Yeah. And in training, I was racing through them. And I'm like, I don't want anyone to see that I can do it in 30 seconds. Yeah, because I don't want to give a target. Yeah, it won't change how strong he is. Yeah. But it'll completely change the way he attacks it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I then didn't post I'd, my monster dumbbell reps or my stone reps for the last three weeks. Yeah, because if someone's getting seven... They know that they need to get eight. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, no one can get stronger. Like, if yeah. you go and pull 390, no yeah. one's going to go, well, 395 next week. But you can really, like... With the rep stuff, if you're close to it, you can know that you're going to push on the day. You're going to have to push an extra one. Yep. Which just means I would have had to push an extra one. Yeah. So there's some things that like people do hide, obviously. Yeah. For that reason, but it's not that far out. But you get you you have a pretty good understanding. Yeah. You know okay. what I mean, like you have a pretty good knowledge, and you know what you can do pretty well. So pretty close to. But like when we talk about it, we might talk a little bit about the day on the way home in the car, and then like because it was tight and like I was interested. Like we were sitting down on the couch and we spent like five, ten minutes going through scenarios and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, just out of curiosity. Yeah. It depends how you handle it too. Like I had a few athletes competing and yeah, I think if I did all of that with some of them, it would be overwhelming. Yes. It would either, the worst case scenario would be like a play in the back of the head thing or yeah. the best case scenario would put a lot of pressure on. Yeah. Okay. So it's kind of like we got to go out and just do what we did in training. Mm. Like I've, I've done it for long enough now and I don't generally stress about the points. Like I kind of know it just is where it is. Yeah. Uh, for so most people it's going to be. For some, is, for some people it it's just like a mind fuck. Yeah. It's yeah. too many numbers, too many variables. Yeah. And then they won't sleep. Yeah. <laughs> Keep it simple, stupid. Just go out there and do what you can. Do your best in every event and play where it lies. That's, where, that's how it's going to go for most people. Do you know what I mean? And did but you boys have a mean feed between the days? Like, oh, what do we have? I had, oh, between the days, I had two 
Guzman enchiladas on Saturday night. Yeah, I think I lived on Guzman. Oh, yeah, Guzman. We had Guzman. Because you're not really eating during the day. I ate 1,000, I ate 1,100 grams of carbs after my weigh in that day. Oh, oh my God. Didn't even really cut weight either. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 1,100 carbs and 7,000 something calories on that after post weigh in. I don't think I had that much, to be honest. (laughs) We wasted wasted so many like crumpets and placlets. Oh, uh, oh, we bought so much food. (laughs) And cereal. We We didn't coordinate cereal, so we both like got to check out unpacked everything at home and it's like oh cocoa pops cocoa pops yeah. we probably only need one box of those yeah. <laughs> so much did you buy that during the cut yeah we went shopping yeah, when we were so hungry. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like it's not that much food i'll fit it in oh bro i bought so much <laughs> i actually ate on comp day which yeah, is I ate heaps on comp day i never oh, did. yeah me too i think it actually helped Definitely. I just had like jam sandwiches. I tell everybody like to do it, but I just like don't. I know, oh, yeah. It depends on the comp. Sometimes I move so fast, you're not really going. It's like two or three hours. You're not going to eat heaps. But on a day mm. like those, I was eating pretty much between each event. There was better events to do it on too. Yeah. Like obviously before deadlifts. Yeah. Probably yeah, not. Before farmers, doesn't really matter. Yeah. Viking press, I could have gone out super full. I like deadlifting on a bit of a full belly. like Just like a bit of in my belly. Just like a push in the belt. No, you hate it, yeah. And Luke Davies eats an empty stomach, doesn't he, for like three hours. But like, Yeah. I used to always eat heaps and then go deadlift and it was never an issue. Yeah, not heaps, just like a little bit. I I don't want to be hungry with deadlifting. I want to have some food. (laughs) No, it's actually become not an issue, but it's so much better when I don't. Yeah. Like if it got close to lunch now, I'd be like, like I'll I'll just go deadlift. Yeah. And I just don't brace well. Mm. I notice I just don't brace well. I fold in half. Yeah. When I'm more bloated. Yeah. Which is really strange. No, that makes sense. Yeah, but every other lift's fine. It's yeah. just, just bracing on deadlifts. Like, I could know. still squat. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, your answer to your question is we had a plenty of food. You're not really yeah. eating real food throughout the whole day. You know, like, we had a couple breakfasts in the morning. Like, we woke up and we had, like, maybe some Cocoa Pops and stuff like that. Some, like, eggs um, on toast. And then, yeah. like, a couple hours later, because we're competing in the afternoon, a couple hours later I'd have, like, eggs on toast and bagel and stuff like that, like cream cheese bagel. And then, like, then we would sort of go and compete and stuff like that. And I might have – then it was, like, jam sandwich, banana, LCMs, that kind of deal. Simple carbs. But, yeah, so yeah. simple carbs. But you're not really eating real food, like, between that morning meal and then, like, the – by the time you get to dinner. So, like, yep. I think, like, dinner was, like, Guzman both days. Just, like, because it's rice, it's meat. Like, I was getting chicken, rice, fucking good solid portion of it. Yeah. I had um, a bit of the meat, stock meat, but, like, it's just, it's just not it's too heavy good for comp day. Yeah, it's not ideal. I ate so much of it when I went to ASM because I was not competing. competing. <laughs> yeah, so different. <laughs> but just, like, heavy, like, fried chips mm. and, yeah, like, like, brisket and chips, heavy meat. Brisket. Like You're not it, digesting it well. Yeah. It's heavy. It's not, like, conducive to so roast chicken rolls were good. Oh, the roast weird roast chicken rolls on the second day. day. Yeah, that, that was, was really good. that was a smart, yeah, that smart was decision. Wish, yeah, um, yeah, but that's pretty much like food wise. Yeah, I my stomach felt shit when I got back after yeah. like sort of three days my, of just that yeah, and just eating whatever. Day, yeah, it wasn't great, but but then I also didn't really eat the week leading in March. Of course, it was a big, basically big the system. Yeah, before weighing in, it was basically. Little bit of water, but no food. So like twenty four hour fast. Yeah. Well, thirty six counting the sleep. Yeah, I woke Before up at four a.m. Colt woke me up four a.m. with the weigh-in day, and I was under. So I was like, "Cool, I'll have a pikelet and some Gatorade." Like four a.m. I'm like, "Oh yeah, food." <laughs> I, woke, I woke up and had a bath. <laughs> <laughs> I woke up and had a hot bath. I was like, like oh, "I'm so sorry." <laughs> Sat in a hot bath. I'm just like. So it thirsty. wasn't even the hot bath, bro. This cut. I mean, it wasn't the worst cut in the world, but like, I'm I'm like getting ready, blah, blah, blah. Lee's having a hot bath, lying. I go check him on his bedroom. He's on the floor, wrapped in dunas and trackies, <laughs> like, <sighs> <sighs> trying to sweat it out. I was like, okay, I'll leave you alone. <laughs> like, hey, Lee. Oh, no. <laughs> you want to go and no? <laughs> Fuck this orange juice is good yeah. <laughs> It's like an easy enough of a cut It's just not pleasant It's just not pleasant Yeah mm, It's yeah. You get out of a bath And you dry off and cool down Or you rug up And continue Keep to sweating. probably drop It's an extra half kilo Yeah Makes a difference I, 
been tracking it a couple of different cuts. Yeah. And if I'm quick enough with like socks, trackies, yeah, keep the hoodie, heat in and start sweating. Yeah, just lay on the couch yeah. and like yeah. I can feel it on the couch. It's yeah. an extra half kilo. Yeah. And it's like if it takes me half an hour to lose that in a bath, that's half an hour less that I'm oh, yeah. in a bath. Yeah. I'll pick 100%. the couch. Yeah. So it's just like heart rate. Yeah. After bath. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. It's, it's not for anyone that has done it. <laughs> yeah. In the bath, it's fine. I don't like the bath. I get real like my heart rate's really high. I don't like sitting in there. I don't notice or feel it. And I don't think because I have a super hot bath, it tends to be like low and yeah, slow. Okay. Like it's not yeah, super uncomfortable. I probably make it quite hot and I'm like a bit like, I'm going to have a cardiac arrest in this bath. Uh, mine's not that bad. For 20 minutes, I'm like, it's warm and I'm sweating. Yeah. And then for the next 20 minutes, I'm actually really comfortable. Settled in, yeah. But I'm still like, well, I won't hop out because I'm still kind of sweating. Yeah. And then when I do hop out for some reason, then... I feel my heart. Yeah. Just from like the heat, standing up, yeah, everything like that. And I'm like, I'm no food, couch. no water, like, like hyper, like heating yourself up. Health. Yeah. Health. <laughs> you hit it here first. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think that covers everything we wanted to talk about today. Yeah. Great. Love it. Pretty much. Um, thanks for listening to the strong man say we uh, welcome you back. Mm. Hope you enjoyed us talking about weight cuts. At the end. <laughs> a little bit of rambling. Weight cuts yeah. and Cocoa Pops. Weight cuts and Cocoa Pops <laughs> and over-shopping. Yeah. Um, we'll see you in a fortnight's time to talk about some training stuff and anything else that's happening in the strongman world. Peace.